Now, just because you see the value of your idea or your proposal, or your recommendation, just because you see the value of it doesn't mean that they do. Now, when it comes to getting buy-in from the C-suite, the responsibility lies on you to be able to articulate the value so that they see the value from their perspective. I'm Dr. Grace Lee, and you're listening to the Career Revisionist Podcast for executives, team leaders, people managers, and ambitious professionals from all backgrounds. It's for those among us who can't stay stagnant and admire anyone who demonstrates exponential growth. We challenge ourselves to step out of our comfort zone and into higher levels of leadership, and we are determined to rise confidently in our industry so that we can make our greatest contribution using our knowledge and expertise. We've worked hard to become great at what we do, but only so we can achieve the goals that give our lives meaning and purpose. And while we persevere through a college education to get us here with our technical skills, we understand that to get to the next level where we desire to be, it requires a different kind of skills. We're not comfortable with failure because we experience satisfaction when we are advancing. And while some of us work well under pressure, all of us perform the best when we are part of a winning team. And instead of just hoping to achieve what's important to us, we choose to become a more optimized version of ourselves to make it happen. We're not just A players. We are A plus players, and we are the source of consistent output that makes positive advancements in the world around us. If you're an executive, one of the most important skill sets that you need to develop in order to grow your career to senior levels of leadership is to get buy-in from the C-suite. So in this video, what I want to share with you are three key and very proven strategies on how you can get that buy-in, how you can sell to the C-suite. Because even though, even if your career path is not a sales by profession, make no mistake about it. As an executive, you're selling all the time. When you are in your teams, meetings with your teams and your direct reports, you need to sell them on what's the vision. You need to sell them on who needs to be accountable for these projects. You need to sell them on what they need to do to continue to up-level their performance. And that's selling downwards, but make no mistake about it, you're selling upwards as well. Because in terms of getting budget for your projects, in terms of being able to have opportunities to grow your career path, in terms of being accepted for promotion and, and also salary promotions as well, you need to be able to sell the C-suite in terms of your ideas, in terms of budget, in terms of projects, many ways that you need to be selling to the C-suite. And the three ways that I'm going to be sharing with you in the video are going to help you no matter what that object or that offer it is that you are selling. It could be yourself, a particular skill set or so on. But these are principles that I'm sharing with you that you can apply no matter what you are selling to the C-suite. So by the way, if this topic is of interest to you, let me know by giving me a thumbs up and remember to subscribe to my channel as well. Ring that bell notification so that you can be notified every time I release videos on this topic and so much more every single week. Strategy number one is to understand their destination. What is the destination? Let's face it, when you're speaking to the C-suite, they are visionaries. They're visionaries. In other words, they see the future and a lot of them are gonna see many, many years into the future a really, really great visionary that's been there for a long time, C-suite, with this is not their first rodeo, maybe they've been a career C-suite for many years, maybe even decades, you're going to notice that the more experience they have, the more tenure they have, their time-space horizons are very, very far out into the future. Or some of them could be thinking out decades into the future, lifetimes and even generations out into the future. So it's really important that when you are going to be selling and getting buy-in from the C-suite, that you understand their destination. And their destination may be a lot farther out than you can imagine, or a lot farther out than you thought was possible to think about. 
And this is really important because you're in order to be able to sell to C-suite successfully and persuasively, it's understanding what is their mission, vision, and purpose. Mission, vision, and purpose. Because all three of these things, the mission, the vision, and purpose, all three of these things is going to be the foundation. It lays the foundation of the destination. And I, I can't emphasize this more than enough. The destination, understand that, understanding that is so key. And the reason why is, is like this. If you think about an analogy, when you want to design a vacation, maybe you're planning to take your family somewhere, what you do is you open up your phone, you, tur- you click on Google Maps or Apple Maps, depending on your preference. And what's the first thing you do? You choose your destination. You choose your destination. And then after that, because you already know where you're starting from, and you now you know where you want to go. And so on the maps, now you can design, okay, what's the route I want to take to get there? And you choose the route you want to take to get there. And the same thing is true when you are getting buy-in from the C-suite. They already know their destination. In fact, they've been focusing on, dedicated towards that destination for a long time, perhaps even their whole lifetime. So if you can get on board and you can be clear on what that destination is, this is exactly it. Now it's like having a Google Maps. You know the destination. You know the starting point because you're part of that organization. And now this is about helping them to choose the best route to get there, which is aka your idea, your solution, your recommendation, and so on. That's what you want to get buy-in on anyways. So once you have established this, a really deep understanding on their destination, now it's time to get the conversation started. To get the conversation started, Build a narrative, a narrative around it. The narrative is going to form the foundation of what you share, what you say next. Build and design that narrative. And you might be seeing a lot on the internet, a lot about articles that talk about you need to be able to be a good storyteller, right? You must have heard this before. Comment below. If you've heard this before, I want to hear from you. Yes, I've heard storytelling as a skill set before. They say, as an executive, you've got to be good at telling stories. Well, my approach, my perspective is a little bit different than that. It's not just about being good at telling a story. It's being masterful at telling their story. Not just a story, it's telling their story. You see, when you tell their story, that's where you build it into the narrative. When you tell their story, that's how you make it exactly relevant to them. And this is where you can demonstrate your understanding of where they're at in their business journey, in their professional journey, and so on. And at the same time, because you can tell their narrative, you've designed the narrative, you understand the destination, you've built that foundation, now you're telling their story, not just any story. The key is not to tell the story you want to tell, or not to tell the story you think you want to tell, or tell a story that you like to hear. It's about telling their story. And once you can do that, that is truly when you can begin to start to demonstrate your understanding of where they're going, where they're at right now, where they're going, the gap between the two, the difference between the two, and the progress that they've made so far. And then you have their full attention. Strategy number two is to articulate the value. Now, just because you see the value of your idea or your proposal, your recommendation, just because you see the value of it doesn't mean that they do. Now, when it comes to getting buy-in from the C-suite, the responsibility lies on you to be able to articulate the value so that they see the value from their perspective, from their lens, that the lens that they already carry, they can, they can see the value from that lens. Because it's not about trying to change them. It's not about having them to become a different person. It's not about shifting their perspectives. It's not about telling them that they need to see things from your perspective. It's not about that. Your responsibility is to be able to articulate the value so well that from the perspective and the lens that they already have, that they can't help it but to see the value of what you are offering. 
So when it comes to achieving that outcome, there's four key areas to articulate the value. And you have to be able to be masterful at all four of these areas. Okay, so here we go. The first area is to be able to understand what are the things that are most important to them that they're dedicated to every day. The moment you can be able to articulate your idea in a way that aligns with what is most important to them, then that is the moment where they're going to see how your proposal, your idea, your solution, so on, is going to help them to achieve those things that are highest priority for them. Then that is when you can facilitate the buy-in. So that's the first area. The second area is to understand what are some areas in which they are not unaware of or not yet aware of. And in making them aware of these areas, that is when they can be able to see the value of your idea and the thing that you are offering. So that's the second area that you need to be masterful at articulating. The third area in which you got to be masterful at articulating the value is to understand what are the areas that they're being influenced by their culture. Now, keep in mind, when I mention culture, I'm not just referring to their ethnicity or their ethnical background. I'm referring to an observable group of behaviors because by definition, the essence of a person's culture is a group of behaviors that you can observe, that you can measure, that you can actually see and you can experience. So the C-suite will have a culture associated with it. And there's two types of culture, two lenses in which to view the culture. There's the individual lens, and there's the group collective lens, right? Each C-suite that you're going to be selling to, needing to get buy-in from, they're going to be needing to make a collective decision as well. So there's an individual cultures that influence their individual behaviors and decisions. But then there's the group culture that influence the group and therefore the individual's decisions to have a unanimous decision to buy into what you're recommending. So that's why it's really important to understand how and what, what areas are they being influenced by their culture. And that is so important. So that's area number three. And the fourth area is what is their modus operandi when it comes to trusting? Because make no mistake about it, in order for them to buy into what you are offering or buy into your solution, your idea, they got to trust it and they got to trust you. So what is their modus operandi when it comes to offering their trust in an authentic way, offering their trust in a sustainable way? What is that modus operandi? So if you can articulate all four of these values in that order, by the way, make, let's make a note on this. I have now shared with you four areas to articulate value. It must be articulated in that particular order the order in which I shared with you today. You start from number one, you progress to number two, three, and then four. You don't skip steps and you don't go in reverse. So the moment you can master that step ladder of articulation and meet those four areas in that particular order, then you will have very effectively and very masterfully articulated the value so that now they can see the value of what your idea is from their perspective, from their lenses. Now, if you're listening to this and you're taking notes on it, which I encourage you to do, if you haven't done that already, just rewind the video and take notes on these four steps again. These are proven, right? And then now if you're thinking about this and you're like, okay, I get it. It makes sense on a high level. It makes sense. But how do I do it now? What exactly does that sound like? And if you're serious about developing this skill set for yourself, the skill set on how to articulate these four values and more importantly, to be able to understand their destination, the first point, and you really want to develop this for yourself, then I invite you to work with me. Every single week, I provide mentorship and coaching on how do you really navigate these four areas? How do you become masterful at developing that clarity? So if you're serious about having guidance to support you through the process, 
then click on the link below this video in the description. And that is an application for you to talk to myself or a member of my team to explore whether or not I'm, I can help you with what you're looking for and if things are going to be the right fit between us. And if that is the case, then I'm excited for what you're about to experience because developing the skill set of getting buy-in from C-suite is not only going to be productive for your career growth, but it's going to give you fulfillment and inspiration that you can make a meaningful contribution using your knowledge and your expertise. And this leads us to strategy number three of getting buy-in. And the strat this final strategy is to evoke the right emotions, right? Because when we think about C-suite, a C-suite of executives, right? We think about them being very logical. We think about them being very systematic in their decisions, very thorough, very cautious. We think about these things, but most of the times we don't think of them as people. Here's what I mean by that. Humans, people, we are driven by emotions. We have a whole range of emotions, the full range of human emotions that we can possibly experience. And oftentimes we don't associate a lot of those emotions, we don't associate them with C-suite. We don't, we don't see them as somebody who's capable of being jealous or envious. We don't see C-suite as somebody who is capable of being frustrated, frantic, freaking out. We don't associate them with these things. And so there is a whole huge range of emotions that we don't associate with C-suite. The problem with that is that now when we see C-suite from a certain perspective, based on what we know, based on what our, our worldview is, we're eliminating half of this person that they, they really are, that they bring to the, the, the equation, but we're not appealing to that other side. So here's what I mean by that. Yes, it is true. C-suite, they're logical in their decisions. Yes, they are cautious. But when it comes to making decisions, people need to check in with their emotions. And decisions may be based on logic and data and and and, and prehistoric data as well. Yes, decisions are based on that, but emotions have the final say. They have the final say. So that's why if you truly want to get buy-in and you want that buy-in to be sustainable and truly long-lasting, you want it to be real buy-in, not just in the moment, it's important to be able to speak towards their, the right emotions. And keep in mind that when you are articulating your offer, your idea, and so on, the thing you want to get buy-in for, I'm just going to call it your idea. When you're articulating that idea in the way that I shared with you before, it's important to realize it's not the idea that they're buying into, not the thing itself that you're trying to sell, not that. It is the meaning behind it that's important to them. And that is how you evoke the right emotions. 